Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Fansided. We're going to have a partnership with them starting soon. More details on that this week. Five Reasons YouTube channel. Hit the like and subscribe buttons for all the content there. FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall. Also, check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. We're still telling you to do this. You can get the NFL props there early. Go to Prize Picks. You can get it on the App Store, on the Google Play Store. PrizePicks.com is another place you can get it. Make sure you're using that code 5, F-I-V-E. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. You don't need to spend it all at once. You can play different sports together. There are plenty of sports on there, even though the NBA is not going. I think you could have done the USFL today if that was your thing. Uh, go to PrizePicks. Use that code F-I-V-E. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor after a short hiatus. Here's today's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander, just a two-man weave here tonight. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. I'm going to do a quick episode because things are changing so quickly, but we don't want you to think that we've completely disappeared Essentially, the Miami Heat, after re-signing Victor Oladipo for one year, uh, P.J. Tucker goes to Philadelphia, re-signing Dwayne Dedman to kind of a curious two-year contract that looks like a tradable contract. They've been dormant, um, and it doesn't mean that nothing's going on. It just means in, in the NBA world, nothing's going on because everybody is waiting. I mean, there were like 18 hours where nobody signed but like Sam Hauser uh, because everybody is waiting on Kevin Durant. And to a lesser degree, everybody is waiting on Donovan Mitchell whose status could be affected by kind of the blockbuster crazy ass trade that Minnesota made trading basically their entire future to bring in Rudy Gobert on Friday. And so that's basically where we're at right now, waiting on Durant, waiting on Mitchell. The heat are waiting for both of these guys. We're going to go through both of them today. We will talk a little bit about what sort of the other moves may be if neither of these things pan out, but real quick here on Kevin Durant. It seems to me, Greg, obviously, look, this is the big, this is the orca of all orcas. If it's not LeBron James, it's Kevin Durant. And, and they obviously waited out the LeBron thing, but it was over a couple of years and they took a risk. This is different because you actually got to trade for the player. You've got to get the other play, the other team engaged in what you want. And at the same time, you've got to not give up too much so that Durant doesn't want to come. And that seems to be, at least with some of these reports that have come out with these various places, whether it's Phoenix, or Miami, I know Toronto perhaps is that like Durant wants to go to a place that doesn't want to trade anything for him. And, and it reminds me a little bit of 2004 where Shaq was like, okay, I'm only going to play with the heat. If Wade is there, well, the heat where Riley was able to navigate that with the Lakers, but it's not that easy. Okay. And particularly because there are some restrictions to trading bam to Brooklyn anyway, even if you wanted to do that. So let's just go Durant first before we get to Mitchell. Yeah. So, um, can this just be over with, right? We're all like constantly uh, looking for updates on Kevin Durant. I feel like you're, you're so right in that it's put a pause button on free agency. You know, see, you see guys like DeAndre Ayton that were in line for max deals and they don't know where the hell they're going to end up. 
Um, you know, Indiana has flexibility to do stuff and they're doing nothing. Uh, San Antonio has cap space and they're doing nothing, whether that would be taking players into the space. So it really has kind of made everything come to a screeching halt. And that includes Miami's moves, right? They lost PJ Tucker. So they're down a starter and Kevin Durant would be the perfect replacement. So I think everybody understands why you're waiting this out. Uh, the last I've heard is that, um, it, it, I don't know, the rumblings sound like Phoenix to me. I don't want to speak too definitively. Uh, you know, nothing, n- nothing is settled yet, uh, obviously, you know, to my knowledge, but it sounds like Phoenix is the destination. And so I think it's interesting if it does lean in that direction, um, how quickly Miami moves to the Donovan Mitchell conversation, if they're parallel processing those two conversations at the same time, which I think is likely. Um, but for me, I think Phoenix is the likely uh, place. And the, the one thing Miami could do if they really wanted to make this interesting would be find Ben Simmons a home and offer Bam out of bio. I think that's a one, that's the one type of move that would make the Nets blink twice um, compared to some of the other offers just because of the quality of player and then the picks that you could attach. But I don't know that Miami's willing to go there, Ethan. I mean, I know KD is the man and in a vacuum, it sounds perfect, but um, I, I kind of feel like it loses a little bit of the impact of bringing KD here if you don't have Bam to supplement him. Right. And that's the other thing. It's does KD even want to do that? And I've been told by someone who's kind of a secondhand source on this, not firsthand, that he probably would, but I, I don't know that for sure. I mean, his relationship that he developed with Bam, it would seem that that's the guy along with Jimmy that he would want to play with. I mean, you would know that. Um, and again, then it gets into compensation for the Nets and 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 all the rest of it. If you can't deal Bam, I don't really know what would be attractive to them. Of course, Bam and Ben, because they're on parallel contracts, that's the issue is that they can't uh, be on the same team. And so that that makes this thing challenging. I, I do think when you point to Phoenix, it does look like that to me too. And, and I'll tell you why. It remind, James Jones, uh, who worked, obviously played for the Heat, but he also played in Cleveland. And he learned a lot from David Griffin when he was in Cleveland. And if you remember in 2014, David Griffin made a bunch of moves uh, that should have been a tip-off to everybody. He, he signed a bunch of like guys to these short, contracts and they were just basically to include in trades or uh, replace guys that he included in trades and james jones over the past couple of days has signed a bunch of guys uh he signed josh kogi from minnesota and a couple of others it just seems like he's positioning for a move there And, and also with ayton and bridges there's a couple of pieces that could be traded if he wanted to go that direction maybe more so than miami would have if, excuse me, if Bam is not involved, that would still allow Durant to play with Booker and Chris Paul, which seems to be the ultimate goal there. And so I, my lean right now would be that if I was to say who I had to bet on, it's probably Phoenix, but I understand why the Heat would stay in this mix. We're going to do another episode about, because uh, I do want to just do this more of an update episode, but we're going to do more of an episode kind of about, you know, whether or not, you know, this, how big a risk this is in Heat history and all the rest. All right, we are going to talk about Donovan Mitchell next. Before we do, so I've another sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Therapist preferred. Use that code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You get 25% off at therapistpreferred.com. The tincture, the gummies, the sports cream. This is the best stuff. 25% off at therapistpreferred.com. Premium CBD. You got to use the code five. That's number five. RSN. All right, let's get to Donovan Mitchell. It's kind of a double-edged sword here. It was clear they didn't like playing with Rudy Gobert. He didn't pass to him at all. Um, and Utah was going to blow it up. We expected that. We didn't know which of them they would trade first. Now, though, Woj is reporting that the Jazz want to rebuild around Donovan Mitchell. But it seems like that's going to take a long time. I mean, this is not quite an OKC process, but it's pretty close. And, of course, Utah is not a place that attracts, just like OKC, is not a place that attracts premium free agents which makes this more challenging. So I'll just, I'll just put it here. I mean, it does, if I was to say who's more likely for the heat, it's Donovan. Okay. But the thing with is I do feel like Donovan needs to, to make it clear. You really haven't heard from him or his camp. Right. So I just think he needs to make it clear that he's not down with this process. Okay. It's a new coach. Again, whatever his relationship with was Gobert. Gobert was a player that helped him win a lot of regular season games. They don't have a replacement. They let Joe Ingles go. They, they, or they didn't bring him back. They, they traded Royce O'Neal. Um, and so, I mean, there's really nothing. I mean, this looks to me like a 25 to 35 win team. So isn't this the better target for the heat? You know, because it does seem like there's some natural pieces. Hero Robinson uh, would make some sense there. You, they could rebuild with Tyler as a, as a part of a young core uh, and could score for them for a couple of years until they build players around him. It does feel to me like Donovan Mitchell is more likely and not likely, but more likely. Yes, definitely more likely. I've even had um, some, I, I, I would say, uh, back channel information that kind of uh, suggested that the Heat this entire time are more plugged in on Donovan Mitchell than Kevin Durant and that uh, the indication is Phoenix there and what they're really working on is figuring out how to get Donovan Mitchell to Miami because Utah could get involved in Phoenix and Brooklyn's deal. So it can kind of get confusing there. There was a really interesting late night Twitter spaces. This is the place that we've come to guys in NBA free agency uh, where the Utah jazz beat writers, uh, three of them in particular, and I'm going to try to get their names all together here. They did an emergency spaces, Tony Jones of the athletic. Um, and there was Andy um, bear with me. I'm going to get their names. Andy Larson. Uh, who used to work for the Salt Lake uh, Tribune. And then there was a, uh, another young lady on there as well. And they essentially were saying like that they don't even really have like a viable, coherent roster that they're missing forwards that, you know, that essentially this doesn't look like uh, they're making all these moves that are counter to what Donovan Mitchell would want to do, whether it's the head coach hire, whether it's Eric Pas- uh, Paschal that they didn't, uh, bring back whether it is uh, trading Royce O'Neal for a first round pick. Like these are not moves that you do to win. The thing is, is that Minnesota kind of made this really weird for everyone because they overpaid for Gobert to such a degree that now I think you've overinflated the in the moment value of Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell because they're saying Gobert got what resulted like the return on him was five first round picks. So now you have better players than, than Rudy Gobert, like Kevin Durant. If Gobert's getting five first, how many is he getting? Uh, and I think that that's complicating things with Donovan Mitchell as well. But to me, I think that Miami is absolutely still in the mix there. It may be a little too soon and they don't want to pull the plug, 
Um, so that's, that's the, definitely the situation that's more one to watch. Um, but it's, it's all contingent on Kevin Durant again, because I feel like Utah could get involved in that transaction. I think so too. And I think that's what we got to kind of watch is these peripheral pieces. And I think one of the things to watch in this scenario, as we talk about other players here is that some of the guys that the heat could poach from these other deals. And so as we talk about, okay, if you don't get Durant, if you don't get Mitchell, obviously, you know, we feel the weight is worth it. I don't think there's anybody out there that is so dynamic that you need to basically punt on these two, you know, elite players. But I also think that there is an opportunity uh, to, to kind of figure out, you know, somebody else that may spring free that could give you another piece. And so as we talk about the Harrison Barneses and the Marcus Morrises and some of these pieces that could still be out there for Duncan Robinson, uh, if that's all you end up doing this time, but I, I still think there's other uh, parts here uh, in the mix. And so I think we need to watch that. I just think, the only thing that concerns me a little bit is I don't know that this is going to play out quickly. And I know heat fans are starting to get impatient. Um, but look, Kyrie Irving was traded to Boston in August. Like, I, they, I mean, it is possible that some of this stuff may take a while. I mean, the nets have a lot to work through. It's not just KD. It's also, it's, it, it's also Kyrie. And, and then there's the Kyrie to LA possibility. So I'll just let you close here, Greg. And thanks to our sponsors, prize picks, use the code five. We'll do another episode tomorrow. Also, therapistpreferred.com, use the code 5RSN. Go ahead. What, do you, what What is your final thought here? Timing is everything. You're right, because how long can you wait? Like, they've – it's not just Miami. There's lots of teams that either if they are involved in these transactions or they're not, they're going to need to fill rotation spots. And Miami obviously has a huge hole at the four because P.J. Tucker left. So they're essentially shelving that pursuit – uh, for these two efforts. And in the event that they don't get Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell, I would expect them to immediately turn their attention aggressively to guys like John Collins, Harrison Barnes. Um, uh, I think that Miles Turner and TJ Warren are two players up in Indiana that, that you could maybe watch out for. And then something that um, we heard here at the network, I, you know, was, was getting closer and it was like war getting warmer, getting warmer, getting warmer on Jay Crowder talk. And then Kevin Durant obviously put a halt to everything. So they could also circle back to that situation and try to get in on Jay Crowder, Tory Craig, that kind of package from Phoenix um, was initially what we had started to hear maybe the replacement for PJ Tucker. So maybe they circle back there. So those are the names to watch right now. Th this is the good news, Ethan, when we talk about risk and we're going to get into it because I don't think until the end of free agency, can we really gauge it? But for now, all the names I just mentioned have not moved. A lot of these fours that we expected to move they haven't moved. Jeremy Grant is one that did. But other than him, there hasn't been a ton that have moved. So when you talk about risk, at least Miami has the opportunity to pounce on one of these guys if they don't get Mitchell or KD. But fingers crossed, Ethan, that we have um, some good news coming uh, right around the 4th. We will see uh, as the fireworks are going off outside my apartment. Happy uh, July 4th to everybody. Happy Independence Day. Uh, thanks to our sponsors again, Prize Picks. Use the code five. Therapist preferred. Use the code five RSN. Hopefully, we will have a meteor episode for you soon. But we didn't want you to think we vanished. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.